This is the Freedom Ring. This is also a very weird version of the Freedom Ring because we're normally on earlier in the day and... uh what happened today? One of your radio stations went off the air? And oh, craziness continued this week, I'll tell you. It's okay. been a week of problems and troubleshooting, but here we are. We made it. Yeah, and uh, because of the uh, weird schedule, I ended up uh, taking a nap un- unexpectedly before I got I still haven't woken up, man. I am... I feel like I usually don't take naps in the middle of my day. I'm not. Yeah, right. Who are you trying to? <laughs> I haven't pieced things together yet. So every time I call your house, your wife answers. Yeah. Well, he's sleeping yeah! right now. Put the bottle down. <laughs> You're laying on the dog again. <laughs> Did you fall asleep in the toilet or what? <laughs> Come on, get out of there. That's it's my actually, turn. That's actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Friday, August the 12th. I'm Matt Toluto. That is Bill Spry. Welcome to the Freedom Ring. You can drop us an email, freedomring at gmail.com. Leave a comment, uh, 513-436-0089. And if you uh, wouldn't be... Uh, Troubled is to maybe hit that yellow button while you're at the website, freedomringshow.com. Yeah, absolutely. I'll take that. And by the way, whatever platform you get this show on, Rumble, Spotify, whatever, give us a like and a share. Today on the show, the former Epstein attorney uh, turned judge who signed off on the warrant to storm Trump's house is uh, down in Mar-a-Lago is telling the FBI to release the warrant. We'll get to that in just a second who also had a front row to Monday's FBI invasion. Boy, who do you think would have been watching that and had access to live footage? Hmm. Wonder. Uh, Satan himself. Probably Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Satan. You're talking about Satan? No. Well, (laughs) that could go either either way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Satan himself. Yuval Harari speaks again. Maricopa County has revealed how to avoid uh, voter fraud. And uh, is paying taxes voluntary? I think we uh, know the answer to that, but um, we think we do. But you decide. You got a video to, that kind of explains it, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I want to uh, start today by talking about uh, prayers being answered. I love when this stuff pops up. To basically, if you're still on the fence with God is real or not. One of the avenues I wanted to uh, pursue when I left radio was to use this microphone to inspire and motivate others. I know there's a lot of goofiness and sarcasm that goes on with this show here, but uh, the other side of the microphone I kind of want to use for different reasons. And um, to, I don't know about so much motivate, but inspire people, others to let God in their lives rather than just displaying my sarcasm and goofiness between Ozzy and Nirvana records, and in addition, I want to uh, uh, to starting this podcast to expose you know people to the truths of what's really going on in the world that the uh, mainstream media is not telling people. I want to start a business as kind of like a motivational, inspirational speaker. We've talked about this off the air, and basically to sh- share my stories and experiences uh, to help others ac- accept God into their lives. Um, but to do that, I need a chance to get booked to speak in front of a crowd, regardless of the size of the crowd. So I begin, uh, I began praying for the opportunity to get in front of people uh, that are struggling in various stages of their lives, people on the fence with their faith and haven't completely let God in to share my experiences of struggle, the little dips. Most, most of them were professional related. Um, but times in my life where I had to lean on God and uh, where he turned things around and began opening doors and creating new opportunities for me. And um, in, what is it, John 15, verse 17? I'm sorry, verse, uh, verse 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Well, I asked, and that opportunity has become a reality as I've been approached to speak at a local uh, health center that's helping addicts into uh, recovery. Um, I'm going to be speaking from the position of a family member of an addict um, and the torture that we, on the other side of the addiction, deal with watching a loved one uh, basically slow th- slowly kill themselves. Yeah. And hopefully that last part doesn't happen. Uh, I understand 
your sister unfortunately succumbed to alcoholism and um went through all that and you know you try to stop them and you you realize you're just talking to a wall yeah you know they've got to decide there's nothing anybody else that's the part they've got to hit their own rock bottom yep and that's the torturous side for us right because we're like we have to witness it and live through it are they going to live through the rock bottom right all you can do is pray i know there's a lot that get out of it and but most that get out of it are they had to do it on their own and that's uh, that's torture. So I'll be uh, speaking on that, and that's just one of my uh, many topics I want to speak on, and uh, the avenues I want to inspire and motivate people to uh, be- become better versions of themselves. And but I uh, I wanted to mention this today in, in case you're, you're you're listening and you're still on the fence if whether or not that uh, that God stuff works, you know, and because unfortunately there's people that I th- I think I've said in the past because you can't see God. And you can't sit here and you can't touch him. Yeah, you can't, you can't view sh- him. Share a, share a beer with him. Yeah. That some people have him in the same category as Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. And uh, so if you're on the, the fence of whether, you know, if that's your view, um, man, let him into your life because... Uh, it's just the, the the experiences are insane on, on a cool on a cool level. You know, for, here Uh-oh. they come. They're cops. <laughs> I've, I've officially lost my mind. They're coming to, to arrest me. I told them you'd be here about this time. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't tell them to turn the siren. But, you know, they always have to yeah, show. Yeah, all about the drama, make but, a scene. But, you know, what you were talking about, for me, to decide if God really exists... Just go outside and look around. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think this stuff just happened by itself? Yeah. Huh. But uh, to wrap up, Mark 11, verse 24. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you received it and it will be yours. That's another thing that's kind of hard to do. I mean, well, that's actually how I pray. I, 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 uh, Ohio Brett is actually the one we've talked quite a We actually talk about three, four times a week. And uh, we've discussed prayer on many, many occasions. And um, every time I wish, um, you know, or every time we talk about something upcoming, I was like, oh, man, I can't, you know, looking forward to that. He goes, no, don't look. It, it's already happening. You know, and I started praying from the part of thank you. Rather than can I pray for and ask for, I'm I'm. I think our I'm, lives. I'm welcoming things and saying thank you for my health. Thank yeah. you for this. Thank you for thank you for that speaking opportunity. Thank you for booking that gig before it actually got booked, and here it's now booked. <laughs> there That's you go. the cool stuff. Yeah. That's the cool stuff about all this. You know, yeah. if you know if you don't want to get seriously into the just opening up and being positive. It's like 90% of the battle. We lose that after we grow up. As kids, we're innocent. We believe in many different things. You know, we have, have our imagination. and um, But as we grow up, we kind of lose that. And then you go through life and, you, you know, someone says, yeah, I'll do that for you. And then they don't show up. And something else like that happens and it doesn't happen. You know, somebody tells you they're going to do something or whatever, and it, it just n- doesn't happen. And I think that's what changes us from being a child to an adult, you know, of and introducing that lack of trust, you know, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, of whether or not something is going to happen. But it all comes down to faith, right? Mm-hmm. If you've got faith, then you start to see it happen. Yeah, you do. I've seen as long as you get out of your own way. Yeah. Get out of his way, too. I've seen a number of things happen like that for me. I mean, I can't say I've worked too many days in my life because I've had those jobs that I just love. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's it's not work. It. Yeah. And people want to focus on, uh, you know, fame and, you know, huge fortunes and stuff like that. And some of those people are the most miserable people on the planet. And what are you going to do with all of it? And, you know. 
What are you going to do with all the money? I would like to try and you know, be the one to put that to the test. You oh, know? I see your list. Oh, you yeah. making a list. I've already there. got a list. You've checked it twice. Right. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there's something to be said to just to be happy. Absolutely. You know, and that's when all the things that you really want come to you. If you just, and I'm not talking about physical things. I'm not talking about necessarily material things but that stuff too Mm -hmm. you know if you just get out of your own way and all these opportunities start to unfold as you let him and you know as as just an average guy i keep saying this you know i'm not a bible thumper or a holy roller of of any sort and uh man it's so cool to watch this stuff happen (laughs) it really is it is it really is so uh, it's also cool <laughs> as we <laughs> jump in the mud to see to see the the planet spin and spin out of control, man. The former uh, Jeffrey Epstein attorney and current judge who signed off on the FBI warrant to raid President Trump's personal residence is now ordering the FBI to release the warrant by August fifteenth. So that would be Monday, right? Yeah. And uh, last Wednesday night he. Signed off on the warrant, and uh, which gave the FBI till the fifteenth to produce the warrant. Americans, obviously, we want to know what reasoning the FBI had to storm. I mean, it's still we, every, it's everything's hearsay right now. And what were they after? Yeah, I, I read that the weren't they just recently there? I yeah, had heard yeah, and they it's went like, through all of the bo- that's the boxes. Has, that has me planting or has me thinking they planted something. I don't know. But uh, I guess we will find out. Uh, Trump wants it revealed now. Yes. It was a report that I just read before. Just we read got that, on the too. Yep. By the way, this uh, former Epstein attorney's name uh, and the current judge who signed off, Bruce E. Reinhardt, he says the government shall file a response to the motion to unseal. The response may be filed ex parte and under seal as necessary to avoid disclosing uh, disclosing matters already under seal. In that event, the government shall file a redacted response in the public record. The far left is reporting that the, uh, the, the Trump team has a copy of the warrant, but this appears to be uh, another media lie. According to uh, Trump attorney Christina Bob, Trump's team was unable to keep the warrant. And, of course, this is a picture of the, the judge with uh, Miss Maxwell. i, I got to put my uh, glasses on for that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Up in the jet. Yep. That's right. That's the judge we're talking about or the former attorney, whatever. And Whiskey and Oreos, huh? Yeah. Hmm. And with her top off at how many thousands of feet in the air, we don't know. She's got two also, huh? Two what? I see two right there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, quite the uh, quite the relationship. You know, every chick that you've ever sat near on a plane, isn't that how they... Yeah. How you doing? Everywhere I go. I mean, <laughs> the stewardess just, just come down. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Sprite. Would you like a Sprite or a Pepsi? Oh, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I've got two also. <laughs> yes. I've got a Sprite and a Pepsi. Oh boy, you gotta have fun or yeah. lose your mind. Thanks, too, right? thanks for reminding me of, <laughs> of that pick. Um, so yeah, anyway, they were unable to get a hold of the warrant. The FBI, I'm sorry, the far left is reporting uh, that, that Trump has a. The team has a copy of it. You can't think straight. No, yet. I can't. But <laughs> I'm just still in, blown away that the media. It's just downright lying about the fact that his legal... They're, they're like, no, we don't have a copy of it. There's Where are you getting this? Well, there's an affidavit that has me curious, and they are not going to produce that affidavit that had most of the details of everything, I think, of what they were after. Um, so the warrant is going to be very limited in details. It's that affidavit we need to see. Uh, she added that she did not believe the FBI would go to any trouble to plant evidence that instead the Bureau would just make stuff up. I, I disagree with her. I-, I think something was planted. And I hope it's not anything serious or dangerous, I should say. Well, the fact that it was all recorded, man, if those videos ever come out, um, 
you know there's going to be 80 million people watching to see what's on those videos, and somebody's going to catch something. Well, somebody was watching those videos. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, In fact, well, let me get to this first. Lara Trump, Trump's daughter-in-law, says, President Trump has no knowledge of any informant giving a tip that led to the raiding of the Florida state on Monday. Laura Trump, who is Trump's uh, son's wife, Eric, uh, his daughter-in-law, wife, daughter, yeah, daughter-in-law, appeared on Fox News on Thursday after Attorney General Merrick Garland made his statement to reporters about the raid, announcing that he personally signed off on the raid and that the Justice Department requested permission from the federal court to unseal the court-approved search warrant that authorized the raid. Fox News' Martha McCollum asked about whether her father-in-law knows of any informant who may have tipped off the FBI. Larry Trump insisted he didn't. He has no information on that at all, she said, noting later that it could be hearsay as the FBI may maybe alluded to it and added that there is no one that would even consider being a mole. So where did these rumors come from of an inside informant? That sounds it was uh, drummed up by the left. Could be made up. Just to plant the seed and deflect it came from your camp, not ours. Or just associate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It takes the... uh, Somebody in his inner circle isn't for him. Why should you be? (laughs) Voter. (laughs) <laughs> because we're not Democrats. You know, they're just some thinking that way. I don't know. I'm trying to get into their brains. You can go anywhere. <laughs> well, it's like a roller coaster. I'm in a liberal's head! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. An emotional roller coaster. Out. They're back out. They're like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Meanwhile... President Donald Trump and members of his family were watching oh. the FBI raid. You know his, the video's coming out. Of his Mar-a-Lago property via security cameras that the, uh, the Wait, FBI tried means, to get them to turn him off. he's got access to them. Yeah. You know, he doesn't have to go to the, the, the grocery store owner and say, hey, can I see your surveillance camera and go behind the counter and watch it? He's got it. Uh-oh. His, his says lawyer. Says the FBI. Exactly. His lawyer, Christina Bob, revealed all this yesterday. And uh, I, I could just see Trump meeting with his staff saying, you never, ever turn these cameras off. Never for nobody. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they followed his orders. And that's probably the reason because, you know, those cameras that you, their IP He knew something and, was going to happen. Yeah. You can log in. I don't in think and, he had a, a, a necessarily a mole. Yeah. No. I mean, common sense said, all right. He's got intelligence. <laughs> yeah. he, he was president. He knows exactly what they do. So he knows what to watch out for and thus why he needs a security system. Uh His attorney, Christina Bob, went on to say, I think the folks in New York, President Trump and his family, they probably had a better view than I did because they had the CCTV they were able to watch. Bob told Real America's Voice on Thursday. Bob uh, previously said she was on the premises during the raid, but she and other members of Trump's team were barred from viewing the agent's activity. Earlier this week. Meanwhile, Trump's son Eric told the Daily Mail that agents told Marilago staff to turn off the security systems or security cameras, but they didn't. I was stuck in the parking lot there to collect paper and answer questions, Bob added, but they were able to see the whole thing. So they actually had a better idea of what took place inside. Another Trump lawyer, Lindsey Holligan told CBS News on Thursday that the former commander-in-chief is considering releasing the videos and the photos of the search. And uh, like I said earlier... Can't wait to see that. You you put that out, I guarantee you ha- at least half of the 80 million patriots that follow Trump and love him. And let's compare that to the January 6th footage. 
the yeah <laughs> yeah that still I got my video and you've got your video yeah yeah it looks uh, severely doctored though <laughs> exactly there's always more and more details coming out I imagine in the next week or two we're gonna keep on this story because there's gonna be more stuff coming out so uh, let's see okay um, CDC oh boy yeah here we go. Again. Proving again they had not a clue and still don't have a clue of anything they said or anything they pushed, anything they mandated when it came to uh, COVID. CDC eased its guidelines yesterday and conceded that COVID is here to stay. I like how they spin this. Uh, rather than saying... Uh, it was a scam, and we aren't gonna say that. So or, we, or, <laughs> yeah. so we're not gonna say that. So we're gonna tell you that. Uh, eh. Or for them to come out and say we didn't really know. <laughs> yeah. Or for them to come out and say, okay, we acknowledge you busted us. Right. You know, they always spin everything. Right. And we have to be professional unspinners and see what they're. What they're really doing. They now say that there's no need to fully isolate unless you have symptoms. Um, and again, it's the cold. Yeah. It's, or the regular flu. It, yeah. It's 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 what kept you home years ago in kindergarten you know, or in grade school. It's the same thing. It's the ballot box disease. <laughs> Sum it up, yes, it is. I don't even know if I need to go through this story now. <laughs> uh, the ballot box disease is no longer Bill. <laughs> Thank you, Walter. <laughs> Are we gonna go off in another laughing fit? Oh man, so anyway. Yeah, you don't need to worry about social distancing so much, and kids uh, without symptoms can still go to school, even if they've been exposed. I mean, it's like nothing ever happened is pretty much what they're uh, how they're trying to present <laughs> well, this. Isn't it amazing how the the truth takes a year to come out? Yeah, yeah more more than just a year. But yeah, they say that the situation isn't nearly as dire, which tells me it never was. Psst, it never was. Uh, they say the situation is is not nearly as dire now that the mo that most of the people are vaccinated, which I still don't think the majority are, are, are vaccinated. I think no. that was just the media pushing it out there because I know more people that are unvaccinated. You read all kinds as of different. As do you, and as yeah. do you, and as do you. you. You know, you read all kinds of percentages. The last one that I read though was that there was only thirty percent that were vaxxed. I, I would say that is a little That's bit That's probably believable. a little bit closer, yeah. You know, just like uh, Biden's approval rating. Oh, he's still at 38%. Don't <laughs> get out of here. Well, I mean, it makes sense because 30% is the liberals and 70% are the conservatives, But you've right? got a lot of lefties that have moved over. Yeah. Because of how insanely yeah. corrupt and illegal these people are. Yeah. This entire organization, from mumbles down... Um, Mumbles they, the clown. They say, um, or at least his uh, his clone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's a clown, we really can't tell if that's him behind the clown mask. I look forward to him pulling that rubber off. And who do you think it is, Jim Carrey? I mean, <laughs> Fire Marshal Bill. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, Jim Brewer is on board with your mask thing. He's he's on board with it possibly being a clone. I don't think it's a comedian. clone, but I think it's it's a double. Well, would that be a clone? I don't know. I mean, a clone is what DNA. I mean, it's Oh, you're talking a about like a, clone. a scientific clone. Yeah. You're talking about an actor. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about like a double or, you know. Yeah, okay. But you know, with that, with that mask on, it doesn't have to be a double. It could be anybody, right? Because who's going to know what his face really looks like? It's covered. <laughs> so somebody that looks like an old man and walks and shakes hands. Well, whoever with it ends up being, if they take the mask off after that, <laughs> we'll have to go into hiding because it's like, wow, you're like really dumb. <laughs> Was that you buying the mask? 
you really fell down standing up on a bike? They'll probably fill <laughs> an you? Audit, They'll probably fill an auditorium with like thir- three hundred different people that were him. Right. <laughs> I thought, weren't you just in California? How did you get back to Delaware so fast? <laughs> I um I wanted to wrap up by uh saying, you know, re- regarding all this COVID stuff and CDC backpedaling. They say kids don't have to isolate just because they've been exposed and social distancing isn't always necessary. So if you lost your job over all of what they're saying is BS, um, do you get your job back? If you were the one that said, no, man, I'm not getting the jab. Uh, here's my here's my exemption, whether medicinal or med- you know, medical or religious. Here's my here's my exemption. You denied it. Based on everything now that is saying it was no big deal. So do you get your job back? Do you get compensated? Or maybe you don't want your job back because of the douchebags, your former employer. Exactly. You realize that they are. You don't want to go back. Yeah, who would You wanna... should still get every dime. Because if, if this all didn't unfold, and the BS known as COVID, and the lies and everything that they're backpedaling on, if this didn't was never presented to society, you'd still be at that job. Right. But I think by now So why <clears throat> shouldn't you at least get your compensation for every dime you would have had up until this very day? And damages. Because it should have never happened. Right? Yeah. I would say Massive damages. All these all these uh companies and industries should be sued to the hilt. I I agree. I mean all the struck well, you've gone through it. I'm still the going stress, through it. The stress, constant stress of how you're going to support your family, you know, trying to find a job. Um, and obviously, coming from where you came from, you don't want to work at McDonald's, you know. Uh, you, want a, you want a comparable job or comparable position. And that's why I'm uh, going to be using this mic for a different reason, as we talked about on the opening of the show. Yep. Um, and this, this is actually... I don't get into that some other day. It's, but. it's kind of a blessing, I think, for for a lot of people, because it's you know it's it's one of the things you don't you don't see it when you're there. It may have forced a lot of people to do something that yeah. they otherwise wouldn't have done, right? And a little bit more passionate about. But yeah. um, shouldn't you at least be compensated? Absolutely. From your last day until today, whatever today ends up being, every single dime tax free. Yep. So. Yeah, I totally agree with that. That's a, that's the, where my mind went when I heard the CDC backpedaling on everything, saying, "Okay, well, <laughs> I got screwed because of something you're saying it was no big deal. It was never necessary." Do you think that's what's going to happen to all these evil corporations that became liberal? And I read something about a whole food, whole became foods became liberal. <laughs> yeah, were uh, yeah. Well, I read something. Uh, just a little piece of the story about the CEO from Whole Foods is warning that everything is going woke and socialistic, if you will. Um, and uh, he's warning us that that's going on in these big corporations. And he's saying they are being forced by the liberals to do this. So could it be that all these evil corporations get sued into oblivion? Yep. And that's what makes them go away. I believe they should be. I would love to see us go back to where we were 50 years ago with a lot of, you know, mom and pop businesses all over the place. It was a great time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was so interesting cuz you could go into every different store and it had that guy's ideas and you know, and they were everywhere. That came up last week uh while I was on vacation um and then we just started this other topic about all the services um, well, I know the answer to because I I experienced the milkman. Yeah, yeah. As a I kid, did too. and I did too. we had a little silver box, not a silver, but a little a stainless steel box with a lid on it. I guess it would be like a miniature cooler. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the milkman you, would come by and put it yeah. in there so to keep it cold, and then you would you would sip or you'd have your milk out of a glass jar. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, that was like that. Well, I'd imagine that was a half a gallon. Yeah, um, I remember. I'm young or old enough. Yeah, <laughs> old enough to remember that. Do you remember the guy that used to uh, sharpen your mom's knives, kitchen the, knives? 
That I don't remember. Are you talking about the, like the Fuller Brush Man? I don't know what that is. Explain. I just had a Cincinnati thing. There was a thing. door-to-door kind of sales guy that went around and sold household items. Oh, no, no. This wasn't a salesman. He would drive down your street, huh. and his um, his vehicle was a combination of a, like a very, 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 very small VW microbus and a Hilo. Hmm. If you can put those and combine that together. Okay? And then he'd ding, ding, huh. ding. He'd drive down the street, and the housewives would all come out. Oh, my God. He said housewives. Oh, he's such a chauvinist. <laughs> oh, my God. The housewives. The housewives. Yes. All the ladies would come out with their cutlery, and uh, huh. he'd sharpen them right there in the curb. Wow. Yep. I, I don't remember anything like that. Now, the ding ding I do remember, but it was an ice cream truck around ice here. Ice cream trucks, too. It was called Mr. Softy. Mm-hmm. And they had some of the best whipped ice cream you ever had. It was just really, really good. Back in the days where you didn't have to, uh, don't stand so close to him, Daniel. <laughs> yeah. I think I saw him. <laughs> His picture's at the post office. <laughs> uh, and now he's going to sell you Rocky Road? You know, it's funny. It's no joke that, or it's no secret that I'm a vinyl junkie, you know, collecting, a big collector of records. Um, but when I'm, you know, go, going to flea markets or whatever and going through, I find myself drawn to even like the weirdest stuff. Like I bought one the other day, uh, from this group, it was called 101 strings or something like that. But the cover, you know, I, I look at the covers now as art. Oh, that's because part of it, the experience. Back yeah. Then. But it brings you back to those days when mm-hmm. everything was innocent Ladies were really ladies. I mean, they were, they had morals and ethics. Yeah, and they swept. Uh oh. Uh oh. So you're not going home tonight, are you? And they didn't vote. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and when a man got home, he had a plate in front of him. <laughs> Oh, I will apologize for you. Should we end the show? <laughs> You're going to be in big trouble, it's pal. It's called having fun. But you know what? I also remember my grandma could cook. Oh, my gosh, that woman could cook. That's what she was born for. <laughs> and my mom was, I mean, they, they just made some of the best food you ever ate. Now, if I don't cook, I don't eat. Period. Yeah, see? What, Everything's what changed. I'm not doing it. If you want to go, you do it. Shh, I want another beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've all turned into, I'm sorry, they've turned into men. Not all of them. <laughs> but the ones that I know, or many of the ones that I know. Honey, I want you to call me Steve from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, catch this. <laughs> oh, I missed. Clean it up. <laughs> Uh, oh. oh man, we're gonna get comments on this <laughs> yeah. one. I can see it right now. We're just joking. <laughs> we're just joking. See, it's that midday nap threw everything <laughs> off. I'm not even right. It's so refreshing. Yes, I'm <laughs> legally insane today. Okay, so we had some excitement here in Cincinnati yesterday. Yes, we did. Uh, apparently, there was a guy that walked into an FBI building and shot a, a nail gun. I mean, what's the purpose of that? This story and laughter should not go together. <laughs> but I, I mean, the, just the, the thinking. So was it a false flag? I, I, I didn't see footage of it. I heard it. Uh, heard about it, obviously, local news. It's now national. Yeah. Um, so it was just one of those nail guns you... On a... Uh, the roof or something? But he was also carrying AR-15. Oh, well, then he had... <laughs> with complete, uh, what do you call a, the suit, the bulletproof vest? Mm-hmm. And he shoots a nail gun. <laughs> I mean, what... He bust out the Makita after that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess maybe what an excuse. Sorry, I was doing construction, and it went through your <laughs> yes. window. 
I, <laughs> I was just building a house down here. I decided, yeah, hey, what the hell? I'd come over and say hi. Yeah. I thought maybe you'd have a board loose on the outside there. And, just, and it went through the window. Sorry. But since you have those guns. <laughs> <laughs> what? What what was his mission? And he's dead, right? They, they he is dead. They uh, so so they chased him uh, on. I guess it was seventy five, or no, it was seventy one. I seventy one. Okay, uh, north up to a town called Waynesville, and uh, apparently he dove into a cornfield, and they ended up having a. They chased him on foot along the highway, or no, they they, they drove obviously. Okay, okay. Yeah, all right, and then. Uh, I mean, obviously, man. He could have just hightailed it. Yeah. Obviously, idiot. That's a long way, man. That's like 40 miles. <laughs> I don't think he would have made it 40 miles. <laughs> Stapling houses as he goes. <laughs> I thought maybe you'd need one, too. <laughs> It's a dollar a nail. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, this is uh, really odd doing the show. We're five hours late. We're, man. we're, we're slap happy, yeah, I, guess. I guess. I don't so. know. I know I am. <laughs> man. So apparently he was he was taken out and killed, and uh, there were no officers. <laughs> or, Hold on, I'm not laughing at that. Uh, <laughs> There he goes. He gets oh, on the oh, it's getting started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I used to get kicked out of class right here. Man. <laughs> Matt, shut the hell up! No. <laughs> no. I'm not going to. But no officers or bystanders were injured. Uh, Brian Murphy, a former official of the DHS and the FBI, told the Associated Press Wednesday his company has observed a large uptick in threats against the FBI since uh, they raided Trump's house. Well, what do you expect? What do you expect? It was a dumb idea. Yeah. It's very, very stupid. And, you know, it's swaying a lot more people and waking a lot more people up, and they're flocking to Trump right now. Um, let's play a little game called Who Said It? Okay. Okay. Uh, who said that we simply don't need the vast majority of the population? Some dumbass. <laughs> and called for human beings to be replaced by machines whenever possible, saying that beyond producing data, human beings are just no longer useful to the global elite and their agenda. Oh, I know. I know exactly who it was. If you uh, said Yuval Harari, you would have guessed correctly. Uh, he is the... He's the guy that... Um, Klaus Schwab, that's his guru. Uh, the, the Clinton, no, definitely Obama's. Yeah, because Obama's talked about the elite. Bill Gates, many of the elite. Yeah, yeah all them, all yeah. them, all the people that want to ruin things for us. Yeah, everyone that is behind the curtain that despises Donald Trump's existence. You know the insane people of this earth. Well, if if you don't know how insane they are, just pay attention to what this guy says in these next couple of paragraphs and. Uh, I, I'm not sure as to why he's able to walk free. And this dude's like clinically insane. Yuval Harari, he's an Israeli national who is described as a historian and futurist, made the remarks during an interview with Chris Anderson that was published earlier this week. And after declaring that humankind has reached the end of history, Harari made the claim that we just don't need the vast majority of the population. He says because the future is about developing more and more sophisticated technology. As, I, as I'm reading this, I'm like, who the hell are you to make this call? I know. Are you, you know, God? Who, who put you on the pedestal? Why are you the one of the, the, the rest of everybody? <laughs> You're not needed, says me. <laughs> who are you, you little dweeb? I was going to say Dweezel and Dweeb at the same time. Dweep? <laughs> but the, the, the ultimate bully, I mean. Yeah. You know why? Look at him. He's just a little weasel. He's insane. Wuss. He's absolutely insane. Um, and they are, too, because they listen to him. Right. And they buy into, well, it's going back to the, 
It was the family that uh, owned everything at one point, or maybe still do. Oh, uh, the Rothschilds. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Rothschilds. I was just watching that on that... Um, on that movie. And that uh, documentary. What on Earth Happened. What on Earth Happened. Yeah. And I'm about three hours and nine minutes into it right now. It's eight and a half hours. And uh, they just got through that part. And, man, I'm on board with a lot of stuff, man. Because it's not just talking about it. It's just providing evidence. Providing evidence, providing video, providing... And this is everything. We're talking about currency. We're talking about the deep state. We're talking about child sex trafficking. We're talking about uh, COVID. We're talking about um, who's really run the government, who actually created our government. It's all over the place. And it's not just the United States. It's obviously worldwide. But uh, he says, because the future is about developing more and more sophisticated technology like artificial intelligence and bioengineering, most people don't contribute anything to that except perhaps for their data. And whatever people are still doing, which is useful, I guess deemed by him, yeah. technology, uh, these technologies increasingly will make redundant uh, these technologies increasingly will make redundant or be made to be redundant uh, and will make it possible to replace people so in other words people aren't needed for anything else other than slavery to do what we tell them to do not in his eyes and once once we uh so who is he to make that call on me He's not God. No, I answer to one God. And it is absolutely. It ain't him. Nope. Earlier this year, he warned of a growing class of useless people. That was a video that we played a couple months ago. Um, he was warning of a growing class of useless people, not needed by the global elite, and suggested keeping them docile by way of drugs and video games. What are you seeing a lot of? says the uh, biggest question maybe in economics and politics in the coming decades will be what to do with all these useless people. The problem is more boredom. What to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless? Who gives you the right to decide exactly that they're useless or, or that we need to do anything with anybody? Right. It's none of your business. Right. How, how much hatred... How alone, how, I'm, I mean, I'm really glad I can't relate to this dude's type of thinking. I don't even have that evil enough of, a, of an imagination. To deem other people meaningless, you're meaningless. <clears throat> you know what? There's a lot of people I don't get along with. <laughs> There's people I don't agree with, but I'm not going to say you're meaningless. Everybody has something to give to humanity. And Everybody. it's not your call to decide what that is. Yeah. Even the liberal. I mean, anybody. It doesn't matter, you know, your politics or anything. Everybody has something to right. give. As I've said before, you know, we might not get a not, may not along. agree. May we not might not like, agree, yeah. but that doesn't mean I want your car set on fire. Yeah, that doesn't mean I want your kids uh, neglected of birth. <laughs> um, doesn't mean I want your business set on fire. But I don't. I'm not going to say you're meaningless. Yeah. I mean, this guy's saying a big chunk. I mean, almost everybody. In normal civilization, normal society, he's he's calling meaningless. So this is what I define meaningless. Period. <laughs> this is it. So what is this guy? The new Messiah? I mean, what is he going to be the Antichrist? It's oh, how, I, I believe he probably already is. Not going to be, but already is. Um, the way that he's got these people following him and consulting him. It's insane. Okay, so one last question. Is paying tax voluntary? Probably is already and should be, but the system has abused it. Am I trying to argue that governmental action is not forceful? Senator Harry Reid claimed that income taxes are voluntary. If the government is in the business of forcefully taking money from some people, in order to provide welfare benefits to others, 
How will the people whose money is being taken feel about the government? Well, I don't accept your phraseology. I don't think we force people. Taxation is not forceful? Well, no. It's voluntary? In fact, in fact quite to the contrary. Our, our system of government is a voluntary tax system. Oh, if you don't want to pay your taxes, you don't have to? Oh, of course you have to pay your taxes. But well, the government will force you to pay or they'll fine you or imprison you. We, we, have, a, we have a voluntary system. Uh, the fact of the matter is that if uh, uh, when you pay your taxes, you see in many other countries it's not voluntary. For example, in, in many countries, the government makes sure that your employer takes out every penny. In many countries, don't file income tax returns. We have Why? withholding here too, don't we? Pardon me? Withholding? With some programs, yes. But, but I'm talking about in some countries, European countries as an example, there, there, you don't file income tax return. There is no need to because your employer takes all the money out. That's the difference between a voluntary and an involuntary but system. Can, can, you, you can't cheat and not pay your taxes. Right. Can, but I don't accept your phraseology that you, you forcibly take money from somebody else and give it to, to you know, that's the way it is on any program. I mean, can the taxpayer? Highway, highway program is the same. We, we, we take money, we forcibly take money in your phraseology. But can, let me ask you this question. Put people in the army. Can the taxpayer decide not to pay his taxes if he wants? He can. He cannot pay his taxes. What will, he be the, what will happen? Civil, he, he's subject to civil and criminal penalties. They'll put him in jail. They use this force against voluntary. him. He he pays. Everybody pays taxes under threat of jail or fine, uh, under threat of force. In other words, you are forced to pay your taxes, whether you fill out your form voluntarily or whether it's withheld by your employer, you don't have a choice on whether you can pay taxes that are going to be used for welfare programs. You can't make that choice. Well, but, but the reason our system is called a voluntary uh, tax system, and I recognize you know, that ultimately you can't cheat in your taxes, but our, we have many uh, provisions in the law they don't have in most countries. We have deductibility for home, interest on mortgage payment. They don't have that in most countries. We have deductibility for certain excessive expenses as it relates to uh, health, uh, doctors, hospitals. We have all kinds of tax, some people call them loopholes, but others would call them incentives for people to do business. And that's why you don't, you, you, you're not forced to pay certain tax. There are ways if you decide to buy a home. You can decide yes, you not are. to pay taxes in the United States? I, I mean, I really don't understand what you're trying to get out of it. Well, what, what, the point of the matter because is... Because you objected to my phraseology. You said that you say that the government isn't forcefully taking money from some people to provide welfare benefits to others. And in fact, that's what it's doing because all taxation is forceful. It's backed up by physical force. If you don't pay your taxes, the government will intervene with you forcefully. So you don't have a choice. It's not exactly. voluntary. You can't decide not to pay and not suffer a consequence. If you don't pay, you'll go to jail. Well, you, so you you're forced to, to pay. You don't, you don't go to jail. Some people go to jail. There are all kinds of civil penalties if you don't pay your taxes. Stop right there. Hold on. You, pay penalties. you don't Fact go to jail. Some people go to jail. <laughs> right there. Let's just take that piece off. You don't go to jail. Some people go to jail. <laughs> what? It's, it's double talk. And... The, the word voluntary is um, being misused. You, if, if a voluntary tax system, there is, you, there is no volunteering here. You're being de it's being demanded of you. But you know, one thought I've had a lot lately is the easiest way for us to rid ourselves of the deep state <clears throat> is tomorrow we all wake up and we say, no more taxes. We're not paying it anymore. What are they going to do? 340 million people, they're going to... I would love for that to happen. I would, too, but it won't. It won't, because you'll never get anyone on board. And I go back years ago, you know, what, 2008, 2009, when everybody was... Uh, or no, 2012. When the gas prices got all stupid. Mm-hmm. 2009? 10? Yeah, whatever. Um, you were trying to get everyone on board to not buy gas for one day all at the same time and it would force you know to bring the bring the prices down and blah 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 blah, blah. great idea what's, people need gas what's the reason or the, what's the, uh, the, the the reality of that happening it isn't arranging people, people you still need you know there's people that are going to need gas somewhere yeah 
and there's uh, no way you can get everyone on board. Just you know, getting back to what you were saying, if we just woke up tomorrow morning and stopped paying taxes, that would that'd be great. But you're never going to get everyone to get on board. Now, I, I had heard and read that it is a voluntary system, and the only place that where you're required to pay tax is in Washington, D.C., if you live there. Um, and it's probably what a true. shocker. <laughs> You know, it's probably true, but they trick everybody into thinking that you have to, and they back it up with jail time. Well, if how you do don't. you not have to? If they're going to come after you and there's going to be a penalty, that means you have to. That that means the volu- the word voluntary is being misused. It's but, but then you it's not a voluntary system. I, I think the way around it is finding out, educating yourself about the system, because there are people that don't pay taxes. And they are left alone. And they're probably called career politicians. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, there are there are citizens that don't pay their taxes. And they never file. And nothing ever happens to them. Speaking of taxes, I, I love when uh, liberals all talk about how uh, Donald Trump, career li- liberal you know, politicians, uh, attack Donald Trump for uh, scamming on his taxes. And he goes, listen. The tax laws that I followed are the tax laws yeah, you yeah. came up with. Yeah. So how are you going to tell me that I, I've had that criminal I activity? I obeyed what you wrote down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that they don't think of any of that. Oh, the laws that we put into place, he actually obeyed them. Yeah. I guess it's all about the narrative, you know, uh, oh. trying to make him look like a criminal when he's not. And they've been doing that one for years. The oh, tax yeah. thing for years. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Um, I have also read that I believe it was this year that 40% of the citizens did not file. 40% did not file their taxes. Well, I can go on record and say I'm not part of that 40%. I am because I chose to do it late. <laughs> you know, no, you did them. Well, I haven't yet, but I mean my... I haven't yet! Well, no, I mean, my accountant said she couldn't get to it, so we filed the extension thing, you know. Uh-huh. So I think I that's we got to get back to it. I think it's October or something Is like that. Is this a good point for me to leave? <laughs> Are you going to have people knocking on that door? <laughs> well, I'm just going to go at the back door here. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for uh, us. I'm Matt Toledo. That is Bill Spry. Uh, Give us a like and a share, regardless of platform. You're getting another uh, show on. If you can, uh, you know, throw a couple bucks and help contribute to the the show, we would appreciate you hitting that yellow button. And if uh, you're a business and interested in uh, sponsoring this program. Which there has been. There has been some interest, absolutely. And uh, we are massively growing. So we welcome you to contact us, freedomringshow at gmail.com. And we can fill you in. 513-436-0089. Making sure I have that written down. Yeah. All right, that's good. Have a great weekend. Uh, Say a prayer for the country. Say a prayer for the world. Keep God front and center. We're going to get through this, but we can only do that with him leading the way. And uh, be safe. We'll talk to you Monday.